today. It's uh, Sean, Tony, and Scott once again. Hey. hey. And we're joined by our second two-timer <laughs> guest. Yes. Wait, who beat me? Well, Josh Greenwald did. Oh, yeah. whatever, Josh <laughs> Greenwald. Uh, it's terrible. So if you haven't recognized <laughs> it, if you haven't recognized already, it's uh, Sarah Booker Greer. Hello, at, um, AKA World, the aka yes. the Boosh. Yeah. Some people know me by that name. Although you got, you didn't get married out of the Boosh. You still. Well, I got married as Boosh, and then Kenny made me Groosh. That's what yeah. I was gonna say, Groosh. Like so that yeah, so I he Grooshed me. When he be Grooshed <laughs> too? Yeah. Because you meld the two together. Well, I guess so. Yeah. So he he would technically be Grooshed and Booshed. Grooshed and Booshed. So you would be beer, and he's Groosh. <laughs> beer. <laughs> our, that's our. That's the name of our TV show. Grooshed and beer. Grooshed and beer. Grooshed and beer. Somebody, somebody's trying to... Uh, I was curious if we were going to have an extra break, guest for a moment somebody's there. Somebody's going to break into this. Uh, we're taping live, everybody, so Sabrina, <laughs> uh, Tony's cat, is is running wild in the background. Did she jump on the bed? No, she's sitting right by me. Oh, never mind. I <laughs> completely call that. Yeah, Tony's cat is... Sabrina is... Is uh, the most amazing creature. <laughs> I have to say, um, I actually don't like cats. She's a beautiful cat with mm. beautiful green eyes. Yes. I wish my eyes were that green. <laughs> I do too. I'm really jealous. I've never seen a cat with beautiful eyes like that. <laughs> Emerald eyes. She says She's thank a you. very nice lady. Mm-hmm. So today we're going to talk about um, <laughs> cats. <laughs> pretty much. The right. cats cast. Yeah, we're going to forward Facebook pages of cats and everything. Cats cast. Uh, actually, today we're going to talk about, uh, I think it's one of Sarah's favorite movies. It's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. It's uh, the 1978 classic Grease. That's right. Grease yeah. is it's the, the word. word. It's the word. Forever. And it's the echo. The word is the word. It's the word. Oh, Great yeah. Frankie Valley impersonation <laughs> right you. there. Barry yeah. Gibb would be so proud right <laughs> he now. Would be he very would. proud. <laughs> um, this movie just keeps going and going and going. I don't think it has ever lost popularity since No, it was I mean, in fact, just earlier this year, they did a Grease Live. Yeah. They sure did. What? Juliana Hoch, or however you say her name. <laughs> Julianne, I don't know. Yeah, who? Yeah. Uh, she related to that Patrick Hoch. <laughs> What's that guy's name from Batman? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I don't uh, think so. If that guy was their dad, because there's two of them, right? There's two dancers. Wait a minute. Who yeah. was the other girl that was in it that's popular? Vanessa Hudgens. That's, Vanessa that's Hudgens. who stood out for me in that. Yeah. Uh, she was great. Production. She was great. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, there were. Yeah, that was a. Uh, I don't know. It was a too sanitized production of Grease. I thought it was fun for what it was. Yeah. I thought it was a little miscast. But oh, maybe 100%. that's me just being biased because I love the original. The boys so were much, miscast. You know. yeah. yeah. The girls were. And Carly Rae Jepsen, too. <laughs> yeah, but don't even get me started on Go that away. whole scene. My, my shorthand is like the leads didn't make an impact, but I thought the supporting cast in that I did agree. a really good job, especially Vanessa has. Uh, yeah. I thought own. Juliana <laughs> was a great scene. Was a hot Cindy. She was great. She made an impact. She was. But uh, the original, of course, made an impact too, as we know. On the world, it did, man. It, it just it kept going and going and going. And I've talked to a lot of people that if you, when they talk about their favorite movies, Greece tends to come up with like like the average person on the street. Uh, 
I think we should do a poll. Assume that we all. I think I think Sean should go outside of Johnny's apartment. You should go to that giant eagle across the street and just stand in front of the doors. What would your favorite movie? What do you think of the movie Grease, nineteen seventy-eight? Go. I'm gonna dress like Kermit the Frog from Sesame Street too, like you know, Sean Wheeler here reporting on over here at Kroger as to your favorite movie. Um, but I think it's um, I think it holds up really well. Like my first uh, recollection of this movie, I, I think back in the eighties. I always mention this with a lot of these films, but it used to run on HBO, and I never paid attention to it because I would just see a bunch of guys. I thought they're all like Fonzie clones because I loved Happy Days, I loved the Fonz, but they didn't make an impact on me, so I didn't pay much attention to it when the it was T-Birds. originally. Yeah, the T Birds, the Pink Ladies. The fr- I'm too pure to be pink. <laughs> But the first time I really paid attention, I think it was in junior high. This is the weirdest place to watch Greece, but they had a sleepover at my mom's uh, Methodist church. Oh, boy. United Methodist Church wow. in Miles. And they had a sleepover with all the kids. And the movie they picked was Greece. Here's the sexually charged <laughs> film, kids. Hey, yeah. It's <laughs> male like, dominating, sexually charged. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite part is when they said that Toronto Falta is saying that they kissed. Yeah. He's doing a motion for... What? Oh, he's definitely oh. saying he's bone. <laughs> I mean... I kissed, but they, The whole purpose of the song Grease Lightning is to talk about getting laid. They yeah. call the car a pussy wagon. Yeah. Well, not in the uh, live version. It was a pussy dragon. It was a pussy dragon. <laughs> Which, I don't know what that is, Tara. <laughs> I, I don't want to see a dragon pussy. <laughs> I don't either. Do you? I, Nor do I. And I'm the one sounds sounds the real scaly, that. y'all. Is that that yeah. dragon from NeverEnding Story? <laughs> I've heard it once referred to as a shagging wagon. They call it a shagging wagon. Wagon, like in the wagon. in the school production, yeah, I've seen. I have seen every reiteration of Grease. I think I my aunt loved the movie. I think I started watching it when I was like four years old, obsessed with it. I remember finding out that John Travolta and Olivia Newton John were not together in real life, and I was like devastated <laughs> by that news. Like that really hit me. I have, I have. Like, every anniversary copy of it ever. I have it on LP. I have the original Broadway cast recording with Barry Boswick on LP. Oh, my goodness. Barry Boswick? Barry Boswick was the original Danny Zuko. I think I read that somewhere. He was. Who is Sandy? Obsessed. Um, I don't know if it's... I don't think it's, like, a notable name. And if you are a notable name, if you happen to listen to this, Sandy... We're so sorry. I'm so sorry. But, Barry, Um, I've got to say you were great in Rocky Horror Picture Show. Just throwing that out. It's an effed up movie. That's yeah, it is, Oof. but it's... Effed up is subjective. He was great on Spin City, too, as the mayor, so I remember <laughs> that. And that one there. episode of What I Like About You. <laughs> um, I, I've seen it. Every time a high school does this play, my mom and I will go see it. I've seen it at dinner theaters. I've seen Grease on Ice. I'm obsessed ice? with... Yes. And it was so much fun. Yeah. It's crazy. I love Grease. To the end of the day, they still put things on ice. Still, I think so. Yeah, I've seen like Disney on ice. Mm-hmm. It's just weird. I've seen mascots on on ice. Is just strange mascots to me. I've seen lots of things on ice. I love the movie too. After seeing it at the Methodist Church, because how else would you not be turned on by Greece but a Methodist Church? But right language to you, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Turned on, turned on. I was turned hey. on at the church. I'm feeling weird. <laughs> I am having 
He's like, I have to go to the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. I love. Like I was at the right age, but I loved Olivia Newton-John in that movie. Oh, at that point, yeah, she's a doll. Like, she's gorgeous. Well, and she. So in Greece, they originally wanted um, Henry Winkler to play Danny Zuko. No. Yeah. And then they wanted um, the girl from the Partridge Family, the oldest sister, Laurie Partridge. They oh, want her to play Sandy. Okay. And then somehow through casting, they ended up going with um, John Travolta, who I think at the time was on um, Welcome Back, Cotter. Yeah. And then he was the one who was like, "You should use Olivia Newton-John." It was his idea. Oh wow, he got that wow. one. And he had played. He always wanted to play Danny, and he had played Duty, I think, in like the traveling production or something of Greece. So he, he took a step up. He took a step. He, he always wanted to step. play Danny, and he finally got it. And he is Danny Zuko. He is Danny I think Zuko. it'd be interesting to see Henry Winkler wear a leather jacket <laughs> and sing. <laughs> oh my yeah, God. that was the thing I thought about Henry Winkler. Like I know why they thought of him. Clearly, I know why they totally. thought of him. Totally. But. Did anybody question at one point, can he sing or dance? Because it's not like I, I think people know of Henry Winkler as a song and dance man. We know he can act, but, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. That would be a requirement for Greece, I think, you know, singing and dancing. Well, they could have Arnold play the, the football coach. Yeah. <laughs> From Happy is that Arnold? Is that the guy's name? That, the cook on Happy Days? Yeah. Who, at one time, wasn't Arnold Asian, and then he changed into, It was like, uh, Pat. Yeah. Pat, Pat, Pat Marina. Pat, yeah, Pat Marina, Marina. Yeah. And then, But then it changed into, like, an old white... Yeah. Heavy set dude. Yeah, that's why I'm out. And you're like, oh. okay. all right. But all right, was the restaurant days. called Arnold's? It was. Yes. Yeah. That's where I'm thinking of. Okay. That well, Marina is great. I think that's a great uh, <laughs> just just a FYI, Matt right. Marina. <laughs> he would have been a great coach instead of Sid Caesar or not Sid Caesar. <laughs> Yes, yeah, no, Sid Caesar. Yeah, I was like yeah. Sid Caesar. Am I, I right do there? like Sid Caesar in this movie. I'll be. I honest. think he's so funny, and that speech that he gives um, at the pep rally yes. is so. Yeah. We're gonna talk. And you, you're like, that is a real coach. Like they just talk about like knocking. You know, I love that about sports where they they like bring in a priest and they'll all like pray and they're like. It's time. These people want you to lose, and you need to rip them to shreds. And you're like, well, that's not really. That's not gonna yeah. happen. That's not really Jesus like. That's not really yeah. William Defoe and no. Passion of whatever that freaking movie. Is. Yeah, William Defoe is our favorite Jesus. By the way, <laughs> great, uh, great casting Jesus. for Jesus. Last Temptation of Christ. <laughs> um, Thanks, Marty. But yeah, I agree with Sid Caesar. Like, I love Sid Caesar. Number one, the fact he's in this makes perfect sense because he was one of the biggest TV stars of like the fifties. Your show shows, I think, was like considered like one of the greatest sketch comedy shows of all time, and it had a, a great writing staff. It had like Mel Brooks, Woody Allen, Neil Simon. Oh, wow. They were all writing for Sid Caesar. Never heard of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who? I'm just throwing out. Repeat names. those. Stop throwing out these. I'm showing off. Uh, you know, a guy's name Woody. What? I'm nerding out on comedy writers, um, but uh, he was like, like I think Mel Brooks called Sid Caesar the greatest sketch comedian of all time. Like he said, he was an amazingly talented sketch comic. Damn. I don't really see much of that in this movie. I enjoy him, but it's not like it's a showy character where he does a great cross-eyed bit. <laughs> no one there spit take. He just cross-eyes spit take. Funny. I mean, I like the scene where he was teaching I, Danny the different sports. Oh, that's my favorite. Yeah. 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 And I think John Travolta, the way he like, I think that that's just so funny because that is how somebody that's not technically like athletic yeah. would act in those scenarios. That, I just like how he's like him, strutting with the basketball. Yes, him with yeah. the, and he has oh. his like comb tucked yeah. in his yes. shorts. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> that's the scene. Don't make me laugh. <laughs> That was the first time I saw Grease. I was watching it at 
At the Methodist I was, church? I was late in my... No, no, it was much later. I didn't see it there. You didn't and, get turned and you on? And, I think Mama was not invited to that. was turned on by Greece. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I heard of it, but I'd never seen it. I wasn't, I'm not in the, typically in the musicals, so I wasn't ever interested, but um, it was on TV, and I think you, Sean, and my mother was watching it, and it was in the middle of it, and that scene came up, and I started watching it. I was like, oh, that's pretty, that's pretty good. I, that's, a, that's a funny scene where it's he's trying scene. to learn, because I thought it was this really... <clears throat> The movie definitely takes the material and it's not like overtly making fun of it, but it's kind of like tongue in cheek the whole way through. You know, um, I don't know how the play is, if the play is the same way. It's uh, similar. They take like bits and pieces. It's definitely not the same. And they have, I think, hopelessly devoted, and you're the one that I want, those were added into the movie. But as far as like the continuity from like the play to the <laughs> movie, it's pretty consistent. It's pretty consistent. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and it's, it's for a movie musical. This is done so well. It doesn't like I. Yeah. I don't. And maybe I'm biased. But like it doesn't like lag in time. I think it has a really good flow. I mean, even though it's supposed to be set in the '50s and it was filmed in the late '70s, in many ways, I feel like Greece is very. This movie is very timeless. Um, there's just something about it. It's, it's, it's got to be the storyline. Of... It's just very timeless. And you could easily adapt this to any day and age. It's the classic people. story of good girl wants a bad boy, yeah. turns good or bad at the end. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it doesn't work out after. I'm just, <laughs> here's my thing. I'm still, ha- I'm still trying to figure out how they flew out oh, into the sky. Yes. What happened there? Didn't they just, Did they ever come down? But didn't they just release like some video of John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John in in a like it's a YouTube video of them like driving? I swear I just heard this on the radio. In we're going to have to We're going to have to look this up. That part, okay. When I first saw this movie, I was very young. My oldest sister Cindy, who is about 7, almost 8 years older than me, I feel like must have rented it or was watching it, and I've always been a huge fan of musical movie musicals. Anything you know, my, I love old movies, so I remember just being kind of engrossed in this, and I really enjoyed the movie, um, even though it was way above my head. I didn't get really any of it except for she liked him and he liked her, the basics. But I remembered watching it, and I mean, my sister Jackie and I, who Jackie and I are very close in age. We used to rent this movie all the time and just watch it, and we loved it. Um, but even as a kid, I didn't buy the whole flying out into the sunset in the car at the end. I thought that was very weird. Why didn't they just end it with them dancing at the carnival? I'm not justifying it because it's kind of a weird scene, like you said, but I think they thought this movie is kind of campy. It's kind of a send-up in a way of 50s movies, and so I think that was supposed to be maybe a joke at the end I of, think it, it's, kind of um, it. I think it's a metaphor for Sandy finally getting her cherry popped. Yeah. Because, you know, she, like, yeah. sits up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was supposed to be way more funny than it turned out. Um, but wait, they, what happened on the beach? They do a whole song, and he insinuates and that then, Yeah, happened. but then, remember... He lies. Yes, he's he lies. Because, because he's a man, and men lie. Exactly. Yeah. And after that song, Rizzo... Yeah, that's Sandy really says something... Rizzo says, you mean to tell me he's true love, and he didn't even lay a hand on you? And Sounds she like says, a creep to me. Yeah, and then Sandy <laughs> says, he was really a gentleman, and... So nothing really happened more than just some innocent kissing and stuff. Until they flew up into the sky and, and they could finally, you know, he got grabby hand. He d- how about yeah. how about the 
First of all, I there were like a few years of where I didn't watch Grease, and I think I watched it again when I was 13, and I was like, oh dear God, this is like one of the most sexual movies I've ever watched. And my parents would let me watch it until the cows came home, <laughs> and we didn't even live on the farm <laughs> um, so the cows never came home they never <laughs> ever came home they flew out into the sky I mean with, you know. oh my god but I how about this scene where they're at the drive-in movie he asks if she will wear his ring mm-hmm. she does so excited and then he basically tries to rape her yeah, yeah. and she's like get off and he's like no one's watching he's like laying on top of her and then she gets out yeah. and then she like slams the door she says you can take this ring back and your sin wagon yeah another name for Grey's Lightning is a sin wagon <laughs> well if we're gonna get it's into a great Dixie Chick song by the sin way wagon. <laughs> we're gonna get into rape with Grease one character comes to mind Vince Fontaine by the way Total. that guy <laughs> wow that, that guy, guy is creepy. so good in that movie he's amazing he in is it. Yeah. such a creep Marty's like all about it that I mean that line that was a line that I think I didn't even understand until I was which one the um he goes Marty and, she, and then she goes maraschino yeah, you know like, like a cherry, cherry. Yeah. Yeah. good uh, look yeah that girl I Marty <sighs> Marty yeah. Marty had a hard life after this movie was done I mean who knows where she ended up after high she school? She probably married probably. one of those guys in Korea. I mean, who knows? Because you're just like, damn. That's my guess is Marty's woman. parents weren't around much. Yeah, that, I bet they had a lot of money. Like, yeah, she kinda, yeah, she seemed kind of, you know. Yeah. Woo! Love that green dress though that she wears. That's... It was very becoming. Love it. For the fifties, I mean. Va va boom. Va va boom. I always got a kick out of Vince Fontaine's dance scenes during uh, <laughs> like uh, Born to Hand Jive, oh, where yeah. he's dancing constantly <laughs> with everybody. And it's and, but there really doesn't seem to be a moral center because he starts chastising Kaniki at one point. Random, yeah, <laughs> randomly like marking people out. Patty Sincox gets her underwear shown oh, yeah. on national TV. Um, freaks out about that even though they look like shorts yeah cheerleading shorts yeah they look like cheerleading shorts the one problem that I had with the prom scene and this is just because I have strange neuroses about period pieces I'm a very detailed person and it bothers me that the prom scene is so 70s it is it's not 1950s at all Patty Simcox looks 50s Uh, Frenchie looks 50s but aside from that, everybody else is so late 70s or like of that time. Yeah. That bothered me because I feel like they did a very good job with the majority of the film, keeping it looking like it was maybe the mid to late 50s. Or it was I think supposed to be the like early 50s. Wasn't it supposed F- to be like 1953 or 54? No, it's, it's, it's late, late 50s. 50s. Was it late 50s? Elvis Okay, I couldn't remember. So, so either way, they did a really good job with, I feel, keeping up with that, with the costumes and the scenery and things, the cars, but then they lost it at the prom scene. It was just like, what Didn't happened? check for you. Even the Sandy at the end, way, your outfit is like way 70s. Your black tight, skin tight, like that is not 50s. I bet they were trying to capitalize on Saturday her, night. Oh, her, her curly 80s perm, the hairdo, not 50s. Like that's... I think she's 50s. Because her pants are capris? No, I feel like that's like... I mean, she looked very Marilyn Monroe. I don't know. The hair was very 80s perm. It was you think that, like, so? Yeah. Was that, you know, when girls would take their bangs? I don't, I, it, it was like... I, I am um, a lady who likes the men. 
I'm married to a man <laughs> who I find attractive, <laughs> but Sandy at the end is hot. Like she hey, is. I'm not saying she's not hot. I'm just no, saying I know. She's no, 1978 I know. hot. But I don't. I, I disagree. I think she looks 50s. I think she's like Marilyn Monroe fifties. Yeah, I think she's supposed to be kind of like a like a vixen. Oh, I yeah. got it, I got it. Yeah. But I just I don't know. <laughs> I, it, didn't, it didn't strike you as it did a not strike me as believable. I've like, always yeah. wanted she the was, outfit is great, no doubt. Right, the they pants. Sewed, they sewed her into that outfit because his pants and nobody. So, so no, I don't think anybody saw her that day until they started filming that scene. So, so it was really like shock. Like, Whoa. That's, that's a no, good decision. No, I'm not saying There were lots of scene. boners happening. It's very, very... <laughs> I'm just, I don't know. For me, it's kind of It just like, didn't check with you. It didn't check. And I think maybe because at that point, too, it was almost like, you're just, for me, in, from a detail perspective, seeing a lot of inconsistencies just bothers me and people... Because I'm like, if you're going to do a period, can, if you're going to do a period piece, commit to that. And everything, go all out. Go big or go home. You know, like, don't do one scene that looks like 1990s yeah, like and another when scene it's that looks... When it's as campy as that is, some well, of that I kind guess. of falls to the wayside. Not that I don't disagree with you. Yeah. But. Yeah. but anyway, we were talking about the prom, and that's one of the big things the I think prom. of. The <laughs> prom! Like, our favorite guy, his outfit is very 1970s. There is a guy, <laughs> and anybody that watches Grease, has watched Grease, I'm sure has seen this man. But he looks like he's pushing 38 years old. He's at high school I feel dance. like his name would be Fred. It'd be Fred or, or Andrew like or something. something. Like he has red hair and he's just wooing. That's his main thing is and wooing during the whole Sandy Danny dance. Well, whew, that's a lot to say. The Sandy Danny dance in the circle and then Cha-Cha like comes in and yeah. skanks it up. and But yeah. he is just like woo. And then when Sandy leaves, she like... Kind of like shoves his shoulder and looks over her shoulder. And that man just, I, whenever I think of Greece, I think he's always in the forefront of my mind. And I would really like to know, what is is that guy doing? Who is he? Who is he? Why do they keep looking at He's wearing like a poop green colored suit. And then there's like Like yellow, there's like yellow and brown in it. Yeah, he's very intense his, young man. His hair is just so red, and it's buzzed, and it's sticking out. And you're just like, you are like a 45-year-old man. You should not be in this high school. You should school. not be hand-jiving. This he's like a registered Danny. pedophile we don't know. I, I don't okay, know. Okay, their dance number, again, was so 1975. The, the hand-jive dance that they the did. The lasso? Yeah, it was just very, like, the dance I, was just very 70s. Even the song, uh, hand-jive. I don't think people were doing a hand job in 1955. I don't know what 1950s dancing looked like, so I can't say on that. But I do want to say that Rizzo disgusts me in that scene. Like, her Her and Craterface. That guy's dead now, P.S. Is he? R.I.P. Well, polka dots were not her thing. But I just, that, them together in that scene, like, it makes me want to puke. I just don't, I, I love Rizzo. I think she's one of the best characters. But that whole part, I just... I can't watch it. It makes me so uncomfortable. Also, like, Kaniki's such a... Like, her and Kaniki belong together. Who did, like, did he go with Cha-Cha? He went with Cha-Cha. That's so right. he brought they Cha- swapped dates. They swapped dates. Yeah, and then she got with Danny. And she then she got Danny. with... Which yeah. Cha-Cha also did. 
What? Let's talk about all the people that are dead in this movie. Cha-Cha's dead? <laughs> yeah, Cha-Cha's dead. She looked old. Okay, I think she was maybe older. She was. Yeah. She was older. Well, Jeff Conway's dead. Jeff Conway's dead. Sid yeah. Caesar. Sid Caesar's dead. dead. Yeah. yeah. He died of a drug, like drugs. Did you ever watch? Did anybody ever watch him? He looked at his face. His face looks kind of like a. He was such a fox in this, and Taxi, and all of it. And then it's just like, kids. If you learn anything, if I teach my kid anything, don't do drugs. Just don't. Just they'll ruin your life. Say no. They've ruined everyone's life that has ever touched them. Don't do the drugs. I concur with that. You know, and and Conway teaches us. Like I remember Conway also from Taxi, which was one of my favorite yeah, TV shows. Yeah, I love Taxi. His character's name was Bobby Wheeler, and oh, one of my favorite lines just from a that. Cousin. Yeah, he was like the. Um, That's how our podcast is named after him. So. Yeah, it is it's named after Bobby Wheeler. From Taxi. <laughs> and he was paired with another Italian American, Tony Danza, on that show. Hell so that yeah. seems like I his like tradition. He looks like my dad. My favorite line from Taxi. He loves though, one of my favorite lines is when uh, Dina DeVito's character was Louie, who always antagonized him in the, in, in the garage, when, you know, in the taxi garage, he would go, there's nothing lower than a wheeler. And I said, oh, yeah, that's, 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 that's true. So true on so many levels. Yeah. But Taxi's he, a great TV show. That's uh, one of my all-time favorites. One of my favorite theme songs, too. Oh, fantastic. Okay, it's like classic thought, porn music. Yeah. I just thought about it. A great movie that honored the period timepiece Anyway, as far as dances are concerned, Back to the Future. That looked like a true dance oh, from the sure. 1950s. Yeah. The band was even looking like they were from the 1950s. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I... Michael J. Fox never looks like he's from the 1950s. Because he's not. <laughs> <laughs> but Crispin McGlover. Well, one criticism I have heard from people about this movie kind of touches what... What? Movie. What? Uh, bring it at me. Yeah, I'm bring it. I'm it. playing devil's advocate here. But, and uh, I want names, damn it. I remember sitting with a group of friends once. Like, I have heard people go, like, Grease. Like, some people really don't like Grease. Uh, not not a lot of people, but I've, I've ran into a few. But one argument was, people say Grease is about 50s rock and roll. It's a no. disco movie. No, it, it's yeah. a disco movie. Right. Like, it's made, It's First of all, it's a movie musical where they bust out in song and sing, which yeah. is goofy. It's not. Nobody's. It's not about rock and roll at all. It's, it's about a car. It's about yeah. a car and getting the girl. Getting laid in the car. Oh, yeah. Getting laid in the car. It Shag really wagon. is all about the car. It should have yeah. been called Shag and Wagon. Well, Grease Lightning is kind of a rock and roll type song, but it's. Well, it's well rock kind of based off of fifties rock and roll, like Summer Lovin' has kind of that fifties vibe. Yeah. Um, my favorite theme. song, Beauty School Dropout. I mean, you have Frankie <laughs> yeah. Avalon. How much more fifties does it get? Yeah. Well, he's dressed like the seventies because he got the long yeah. uh, collar. I love it. Yeah, I like. I love it. But he, gra- yeah. I like it when he grabs the collar and then he walks down the steps. Oh, yeah. Like he does a little. He is yeah. so like. Confident I love how he cool. like back. He was like totally insulting her in that whole song. Oh yeah. Because yeah. she's an idiot. <laughs> Because Frenchie's an idiot, that's why. Yeah, Dee Dee Con. Hey, I out. liked Frenchie, okay? Frenchie was independent. Sure, she she's did not fine. change herself for a man, alright? She did her own thing, which I respected. She had self respect, <laughs> a little bit of dignity. I don't think she ever stood up for herself. I don't think she ever spoke up for herself or stood up for herself. That's yeah, why but, her and Sandy were friends. But here's Because the they're thing. both pushovers. I don't necessarily <laughs> think she needed to stand up for herself. To who? I mean, no. Sunny? Duty. Which one does she date? I don't even know if she was really dating him. I think they were probably just friends that went to a dance together. Mm, Frenchie's loose. Why is her nickname Frenchie? Because she smokes Sure it is. Like a French girl. I like Frenchie and I'm going to defend her. I like Frenchie too. 
Um, I think she was a very sweet lady, very nice person. She was probably one of the nicest people in that movie. Well, I like Sandy was. I nice mean, too, Sandy but. was nice, but I mean, I'm talking about of the Rydell clan, like clan. Like she seemed like she was Ooh, clan. genuine. Clan. What a name! What a what a <laughs> clan. I um so I went to LA for the first time three years ago, and some of Greece was filmed at the Venice High School. So I was like, if I go anywhere on this damn trip, we're going to Venice High School, and we did, and it was amazing. And they had their um football field like open for people to go walk around the track. So I got to go into the bleachers and reenact Aww. summer summer. Oh nights. man, that another fun and it was fact, amazing. And a lady watched me as I did it. That gym, that the gym mm-hmm. from the prom and everything was also the same gym that Baby One More Time was filmed in. Yeah, the that's the same high yeah, school. It's the same yeah, same high school. Which well, I believe when Glee did the Grease thing, they filmed the some of it too? there too. I don't know. I think but, that yeah. number too sums up the whole movie for Summer me. Like, Summer, Summer loving, Summer yeah. Like I, I love that whole sequence yeah. when they're on the, on the bleachers. And John Travolta did something in that scene like that always impresses me. It's At similar to what Scott was talking about with the basketball, uh, where he's coming his hair and dancing. Oh, but it's yeah. funny. It's like a parody of like, the way yeah. a guy comes his hair, but he's dancing at the same time. And that's yeah. a, that's an incredible juggling act when you're. He's a talented dude. He's a very talented yeah. dude. He can and entertain at, at you. At the end, where he hits that no, and he just oh, yeah. raises his hand in the sky. I mean, <laughs> oh my god! When they're dancing in the Shake Shack. Come on! Oh, I love that. I know. I every time I go in a fun house, that's just what I think of. The shake I just pretend that I'm Sandy and Danny. <laughs> I think that's the moment when I fell in love with the movie too, was Summer Love, and when they started going back and forth. That just there's an energy yeah. to that song, and it's so infectious. That's right in the beginning, so it was really. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> so they, they locked you in. No, I was like, okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was, boom, you know. You're like, I'm in it. I wasn't in it when they were giving it. And that's stuff. that's when Sean got his first boner. Yeah, that's was right. Was that yeah. He got locked in ten minutes in. That's like, when I'm he got not, turned not, on. Not that's why right. I turned on. Instead right of there. stranded at the drive-in, he was like stranded at the Methodist church. <laughs> I love that song so much. I do too. That's what a great song. They say? Monday at school. That you're a rapist, Danny. Oh, Sandy. I do like the well. They got the the prologue where they're just running around the. Oh yeah. Right. As we all as we all do when we're seventeen. Is it still going? Yeah. Um, Technical difficulties. Ooh, couldn't even say difficulties. Yeah, Technical no. difficulties. Technical difficulties. We're right back. Dang. We'll be right back. We'll always be <laughs> together. That's a great song, too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, why? Again, another why? 50s vlog. <laughs> yeah, the chipmunks randomly come in at the end of We'll Always Be Together. Pretty much in succinct to when they're flying in the sky. <laughs> I love it. Well, so I like, weird. I do like the opening uh, animation. I... Yeah. Love that. I, I want I like myself. But it kind of makes fun of the Which characters. Also, oh, it like yeah. emphasizes yeah. all their. T- the Stalker Channing is a beautiful woman, and her the picture that they draw of her. <laughs> oh my god, she has like buck teeth, yeah, but like her teeth are separated in the middle. She has like a Jerry curl. Oh, I was like, I, Come speaking on. of her, I do love her song. There are worse things I could do. That's a great song. It is a great song, and for her not being a singer, yeah. she spoke it really well. Yeah. Spoke saying. Uh, 
none of those people in that opening sequence though look good. Like they Sandy all look did. terrible. I thought Sandy, Sandy did, does look beautiful. The, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she and did. And she has yeah. like birds in her bedroom and everything. Uh, a deer. This is show how like pure she is. Yeah. I mean. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, oh, it's, she's so virginal. I miss those animation. No, no that, reason that, animation like it's was, not an animated film. That was also very eighties. A lot of movies in the eighties started. Yeah, I also love when tube. Danny has. Is it Danny? And he has that tube, and he squirts out like, yes. yeah, and then yeah. it just grease. goes grease. Yeah. Oh, love it! I it, love it so I much. I love how it sync it is with the title song too. Like, as soon as the, the, the animation hits, the title song hits immediately and it gets you right into the, the mood for it. And that was written specifically for the movie by yeah. Barry Gibb. Barry Gibb. Barry freaking Gibb. Sung by Frankie Valley. Sung yeah. by Frankie Valley. And then they have Frankie Apple. I mean, <laughs> you have to be yeah. Frankie. Great. Frank Sinatra should have sang the song. <laughs> Frank Sinatra? <laughs> they should have. They should have. Frankie rest- Sinatra. Wait, was Elvis still alive in 1978? No, seventy-seven. No. No. Yeah. I read a very interesting fact about Tell this movie us, Sean. Uh, on that topic. All right, so that Elvis was a rapist. Look at me, I'm Sandra D. Was filmed on August sixteenth, nineteen seventy-seven. The day Elvis died. The day Elvis died. It's also significant because it was the day I was born. I'm sorry, that's your birthday. Yeah. That's my birthday. Yeah, I was born the exact same day Elvis Presley died. He was. Crapping on the toilet, dying, and you were crapping out of your mom. I made that same line a million times when 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 Elvis was lying in his toilet. So what a weird yeah. day, like to have all those instances happen. Well, my parents would tell me like like when you know my mom was in the hospital with me, everybody would come. Did you hear about Elvis? He died. Yeah. Like it was like nonstop all yeah. day. You know, I bet. It's the I biggest mean, story was, out yeah, there. He was you like know? the biggest celebrity at the wow. time, probably. But I read an article. It was just weird. That I guess they were taped. They filmed that scene. Look at me. I'm Sandra D. The day Elvis died. Elvis. Elvis. That's why he was in the, yeah, he's in the, in the lyric. That's probably why they keep mentioned that Elvis. It. Far from me. <laughs> just keep your cool. Now you're starting to drool. <laughs> hey. Fungu. What does that mean? <laughs> that means fuck you Italian. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Sandra D. Damn. See, I know that You make a fun of me, Riz. Some people are so touchy. Rizzo's a great character, by the way. She's a great... So, Stalker Channing was like 30, maybe older. Yeah. And I think she said that she did not enjoy filming. Because I think they filmed it all in the summer. They filmed it over the three months in summer. As you can imagine, with a movie such as this caliber... With a lot of men and a lot of women, there was a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. People seeing people and things happening, and so it's just interesting. Maybe that was part of why she didn't have a good experience. I, know. I don't know. I didn't realize she that. She was a lot older. Than yeah, that's what I mean. Well, that's yeah. why I think that's yeah. why yeah. she yeah, was just she felt like she was a, like an, a mother on. Yeah, exactly. You know. And I'll be and honest, she does look older than a high school student, but totally. it doesn't matter because but she's her kind of like yeah, dated. like who her character is. It kind of yeah. makes it's sense. To be rough. She okay. is. Yeah, rough around the edges. You know, and in all honesty, too, I mean, although I think Olivia Newton-John is beautiful, she definitely looks older, too, in the face. When they have some of those close-ups, you could see some, I don't want to say wrinkles, but you could just sense that she's She definitely older. looks older than Danny. But yeah. You know she's what? I 28. Buy it. Isn't she 28? She was pretty, I think she Maybe. was like, yeah. She was much older, but... Um, well, John Travolta was 23. So he was pretty young. Olivia Newton-John was 28. Stalker Cheney was 33. Wow. Jeff Conaway was 26. Barry Pearl was 27. Who's Michael that? Tucci was 31. Who's Barry Are those Pearl? all the T-Birds? Yeah. Dee Dee Khan was 25. Kelly Ward was 20. 
Who's Jan. Kelly Ward? Yeah. Who's that Jan? Uh, I didn't like <clears> the character. She's just weird. She's just kind of gross. Yeah, like she. Nobody she wants to see you eat a twink. Oh, Kelly Ward was putsy. Putsy was Kelly Ward. Oh. Well, it's been interesting with Olivia Newton John. Like she, I guess there's some controversy about her casting because of her age, because she was, yeah. you know, in her, her she's old. 20s. She's twenty eight old. Yeah. Well, to be playing a high schooler, yeah. Totally. She, she's very convincing. She was reluctant to do it because she had made a musical when she first got started in the business. I, I learned about this. this Called week. Xanadu. This that was oh after. Oh my gosh! I know. But it was bookended by this. This is great. Tomorrow, spelled T O O Morrow. Oh boy! What's it, it was, about? It's Australian she was people. Part of a pop band called Tomorrow in this film, and it's a group of students pay their way through school by forming a pop band called Tomorrow. Oh boy! Sonic vibrations from a special instrument called a tonalizer cause an extraterrestrial. What? abduct the group oh, no. and have them entertain me. the alphoid population. Eeks. Anytime you throw aliens <laughs> in the That house, was Olivia Newton-John's. I've never heard of this movie, but apparently she was so embarrassed by this, she never wanted to make another musical until Greece. Mm-hmm. They had to really work to convince her. If I ever become a famous actress, because there's still time, if I <laughs> ever totally do. Yeah, okay, is. and I look younger, so that's my advantage. You could be Sandy right now. <laughs> yes, you know, and, even though I'm 30. <laughs> But if I ever become a famous actress, there are two things that will be in my contract. Tell us. One of which will be I'd prefer not to be nude unless I'm in a scene with someone like John Hamm. The second okay. thing would be if I ain't doing anything alien related. <laughs> Don't even put me in an alien related movie. I won't. You know, unless script. it's like Mars Attacks or Independence Day, where it's known like what yeah. you're going into. You won't be in Star Wars? Don't make it. Star Wars is not, I don't consider those that's aliens. aliens. That's all aliens. Not in the true form of an alien. But like, isn't, uh, that's more like, this is more like. Uh, you know what I'm saying, Sarah. We have like a random, like this movie, these kids are trying to figure out their lives, boom, an alien comes. And, and you're like, wait, that, what? Yeah, yeah, on a plane or on a spaceship. No, uh uh-uh. uh. What about a movie like Starman? So. No. Where, uh, Star-Man. <laughs> Love that song. Yeah, David Bowie. Well, like, uh, he had David Bowie as Alien, maybe. He had a movie called The Man Who, uh, who Fell to Earth, which he played an alien. So there's there's that, too. But but it was a human yeah. playing an alien. And, and Starman with Jeff had Bridges. I'm yeah. talking about when people throw aliens Not into a, the mix. Not a non-sci-fi the, Exactly. Movie. When they throw aliens into the mix for no other reason than they can't think of anything else to do. How about so E.T.? They, this is a like the Olivia Newton John scenario. But the premise of E.T. like ET's in the ET's title, you kinda like yeah. know what you're getting into. Exactly. And he's an alien that comes to Earth and people take him in and it's very different. Yeah. Makes me think of the aliens quote that Bill Murray makes in Ghostbusters too. What does he say? He says, because uh, one of the ladies mm-hmm. says that her alien had a room. At the Holiday Inn, or maybe it was a room on the spaceship <laughs> designed to look like the Holiday Inn. And Bill Murray goes, "Oh, and that's the thing about aliens—you can't trust them. Occasionally, you meet a nice one, Starman, <laughs> ET, but they usually turn out to be some kind of giant lizard." <laughs> exactly. One of my that's favorite exactly quotes. That's exactly true. Thank you, and Bill Murray. Yeah. And tomorrow, I think, is one of those mod '60s go-go dancing type, uh, yeah. you know, alien things. It was really campy, I'm sure, and it was probably terrible. What's a <laughs> So is this, you don't want to be in with like bad alien, like Predator. Yeah, like I'm talking about like. What's if, an example? An example of what I would prefer not. Killer, to be. Yeah, cl- killer not. clowns from outer space. Yeah, anything that's stupid like that that has no con- like no concept of why the aliens are here, other than we ran out of a storyline 
So we decided to add aliens to make it interesting, when really what we did is make it worse. So if it's a movie about aliens, and it's core, like E.T. or Star Wars... I'm still considering Star Wars not to be an alien movie. That well, is not well, there's an alien lots movie. of aliens in that movie. No, no, they're not. They have, they're their own species. Is there a difference between an alien movie and a space movie? Because I would say Star Wars it's is a space. space movie. Exactly, I yeah. agree. Guardians of the Galaxy that. would be a space movie. Exactly. Well, the space like opera. That's a great it. movie. Yeah. It's a great That's soundtrack, a great too. Close Encounters is it an is. alien movie. And uh, you already know how I feel about Close Encounters, which we'll talk about on the <laughs> yes. next podcast. Exactly. We're getting to that. Uh, you know who I suspect is an alien in this movie? Craterface, the guy you guys referred <laughs> to earlier. If anybody would be with you. Now let me tell you, Craterface is in Greece too. Oh, he is? And Just as terrible. Yeah, I think he's Craterface, Bal- Balboa, Balmula... Uh, but he Why rides a motorcycle. We're not bad you people. Know, and he's just such a piece of crap. Especially when they go to the race and then it makes I don't know like why, but then Kinnicky and Danny look like they're dummies that don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And Craterface, I mean, mm-hmm. he just deserves like your your name's Craterface for a reason. <laughs> yeah. A piece of crap. Yo, crater face. He's a crater face. He's a crater face. What does he say? He's like, um. That's, what does he say? You and your chick. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. And then he says something like, something crater face. Kanicki's intense. Just the way he says it. I like the way he says it. He's like, crater face. Crater face. Kanicki's intense in this movie, too, especially in that rivalry. Especially when his, And when his condom breaks, because he bought it in junior high school. It's like, you like you are totally banging chicks left and right, Kinnicky. I don't believe that you wouldn't have like a stack of condoms <laughs> chilling know. everywhere you go. He's not exactly shy, you Come know. On. I mean, he's probably like raw dogging it to be honest. But <laughs> well, I mean, the guy dances like the most aggressive dancing you'll ever see in that hand jive. He looks like like that. He's like I know. really angry. You know, he's dancing. He is like he is. Well, and that's the funny thing with Kinnicky is that he's doing the hand jives while he's like doing the splits. And then isn't that when Vince Fontaine yeah. kicks him out? And you're yeah. like, how is that offensive? <laughs> I don't he wasn't touching anyone. And yeah. then he goes and shows Patty Sincox her underwear. I think maybe, yeah, no, that's maybe the because he was scene. kind of like dry humping the floor maybe. Like, oh, maybe. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe. And then... I think they had like a love affair on the movie set. They did. If I've read, she okay, because I've read yeah. it. I don't know like, if anything ever came to fruition. I think she it did. Had a big crush on him. What is National Bandstand? National Bandstand. <laughs> That's a great. That, is from, that is from the fifties. That is from. Well, American Bandstand. American Bandstand. They like it's well, the yeah, rip off like of American. Because <laughs> Dick band. Clark's like, "F you guys, I'm not going to be in this ship." Instead, we're going to get a it's not shit Dick. <laughs> I hear he's an asshole, Dick Clark. I, I was. was. Uh, I, I heard. Did you, have I you guys ever speak. seen Bowling for Columbine? Michael Moore's Whoa. trying to talk to him about gun control or whatever, wow. and he just drives off. Uh, I could see that. I, Why I did he try to talk to... Was he part of the NRA he, or something? I don't know, but he... There was some correlation with him and some like gun rally or something that happened. Well, and that's why I kind of like Chuck Heston because at the end, and well, I fair, understand that yeah. Chuck Heston did, probably didn't know what was really going on, but he like had a conversation with him, and then when he didn't want to answer his questions, he just like got up and walked out. <laughs> I was like, I kind of like the way you handled that. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, nothing to do with Greece. No. But <laughs> what everything to do with Dick Clark. But yeah. um, Dick Clark actually, on a, uh, I, I actually worked with a guy who met Dick Clark once because he worked at Dick Clark's restaurant. He used to have a chain Wait, of restaurants. Wait, Dick Clark had a chain of restaurants? He did. Have? It was called yes. Dick Clark's, I think. <laughs> Mom, I want to go to Dick Clark's tonight. I could be fooling totally right, wrong. Honey. I'll have to do some facts checking on that. But Dick, They had like Dick's hamburgers or yeah. something on the menu. So he goes, the only thing he said is they came to his uh, they came to the restaurant once and he was there and he goes he was not a nice man that's all he said he just left it at that so, oh it's called the Dick Clark American Bandstand Grill wow not original that's what we're naming our baby Dick Dick Clark Dick Clark Greer they do a great job in this movie on that of just analogs like you said of national bandstand and just capturing the era of the late yeah. 50s you know putting the Frankie Avalon having Frankie Valli sing the theme song well and I Caesar. think in that like in to what you were talking about earlier Tony where there's like a lot of like 1970s in this movie I think they capture enough of the 50s to where you kind of like some of that stuff you're like oh that probably wouldn't have happened in the 50s but it's like an even not for me tra- oh, <laughs> alright I, yeah. I want it all I was just I want it all. you want it all I want to feel like I'm in the 50s you want to be immersed in the from 50s from moment one to now that diner fast. the polar the, was great yeah that was. Whatever. It, that was a great yes well the one thing I, that bothers me about this movie that Tell bothers us. me about a lot of movies is, is, is bad games and movies that aren't really bad they just wear sweater jackets. The other crater. Well, and that's right. Faces glam. I mean, oh, uh, they're, they're okay. They're rapey. Pink slips. Pink <laughs> slips. Pink papers to you, car. And you're like, you guys would have done. My question is, okay, isn't this supposed to be in California? Where is Crater Face from that he would talk like that? He sounds like he's from Boston. I know. Maybe he's a transfer. I mean, he's probably been to like reform reformatory school. Um, he's had some issues in his life. He's, he's yeah. definitely like 20. He's yeah. trouble. In high school. He's a troubled man. P.S. Isn't this is the strip, proactive, so. The strip where the, yeah, that's the <laughs> truth. He would have been a very good sponsor for that. The the strip where they race at towards the end, that's the strip from T2, right? Mm-hmm. That's the same. Okay. I think it is. Yeah. That's what I, I'm always I like. Think it Greece. Is. Yeah. On, on the topic of the 50s. Speaking of the race, how about the play? The scene where they did the race live. It was it was cheesy as hell, but I was like, you know what? For it being on TV, <laughs> but all I could think I'll of forgive. is if I was actually in the audience watching. That was, that was so bad. I would bad. not be able to handle that film. How do they do it in the play? Did they, they even do it? They even show it? They don't, they don't have. Show it, they yeah. don't show the other like rivalry gang. And in the play, they're called the Burger Shop Boys. Because they go to this place called the Burger Shop, so that they're not the T Birds. The T Birds was made for the movie, and they just there's a few times where they'll come into the Burger Shop and they're like, "Oh, we just stole this guy's cars," something yeah. along those lines. But they never. That's interesting. There are a lot of differences between the play and the movie, aren't there? Yeah, like, the I think to make just to make more sense of like Sandy doesn't go to the prom in the play; she stays at home, and Danny just takes cha cha. Um, there's something else that happens. Oh no, he goes with Rizzo. I can't remember. There's just a bunch of weird, goofy stuff. And Cha Cha's like disgusting. Like in this movie, she's like a hot piece or whatever, yeah. and she's a great dancer. And like the movie, she's like picking or in the play, she's, she's the like best picking dancer her nose. In St. Bernadette. Yeah, with, with the, the worst, worst reputation. reputation. <laughs> 
burn. I love Frenchie's pineapple. Like, I love get Frenchie. Up. She looks very fifties in her yellow outfit. Yeah, I love. Her I didn't mean to interrupt you earlier, Sean. You no, no. We are all talking over <laughs> each other because we're just so passionate about Greece. We are. It just it just gets to it. I, I even forget the point I was making on that one. But I know I was saying uh, about the fifties. We were talking about that. Like this movie has a heightened campy tone. I think that's why, totally. like, like, like she was referring to earlier, yeah. why that stuff kind of works. But um, I was always curious, like we were mentioning earlier, about the differences between the play and... Because I've never actually seen the play live. I've only we're watched going. the We're going. The next time it's around I here, we're going. I have to see it going. eventually. I'd love to Speaking see it. Speaking of plays it's that are coming time. around here, Heather's is coming in about two weeks. Wait, Heather's is a play? It's a musical. <laughs> like that was on Broadway? Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. It came out in 19, 2013. They Holy turned it into a musical. Yeah. So anyway. Oh, well, that's interesting. So we're covering For a lot all the of... listeners out there who like <laughs> Heather's like I do, it's coming to Columbus, Ohio. May 12th. Yes. The only thing I don't like about Heather's is Christian Slater because he's trying so hard to be Jack, Jack Nicholson, Nicholson that it's just yeah. like, you are not attractive. You are creepy. Please stop. And that's how I feel about that. Yeah. <laughs> and if you listen Love to our podcast, I made the exact same point. You know, because I had the oh, same, did, yeah. I had the same I reaction. Although I, I like the performance, but. I do like him in that. But yeah, he it's definitely a, do a Jack Nicholson. Yeah, I mean, like, that movie is clearly a vehicle for a writer. Oh, it is. Yeah, it is. And oh, yeah. Right. Let's face clearly. it. She's wonderful. Clearly, she's wonderful. So, who are your favorite characters in this movie? Like, who would you, if you had to pick one character? Um. Oh God, that's so tough. I feel like it changes every time. But I have to say, I think John Travolta, what a hot mess of a human being (laughs) now. But I think he is so good. I think he captures everything that Danny Zuko is. I think he, like, you could just tell that he, like, lived and breathed that character and just made him come to life. And I, I just love everything he does as that character. I think that that's... I love it. I think he looked really cute in that letterman real, sweater. I mean, serious. I wish he would have kept that on. Yeah. He that was cute. Yeah. Was so cute with the black. That was, really, I mean, that was a he, nice style statement. I do. It what? does bother me that, like, she goes to, like, full body transformation and he just puts on a GD sweater. Because it's come guy on. and girl. Come on. It's like, Which, that's something else we're going to have to get to on the podcast is how misogynistic this movie <laughs> oh, is. And I didn't realize until I watched it as an adult. Oh, yeah. boy. So much. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> I like some points to make on that too. Yeah. But who would you? Who would your favorite character be, Tony? You know, when I was younger, I always gravitated towards Sandy. Um, <laughs> not just because she was technically like the main person, but growing up, I, in many ways, I was like the ultimate Sandra Day. I mean, I was always the epitome of the good girl. I was very girly, as you can tell. You got ready with deers in your yeah. <laughs> I got ready with cats that Deer were pearl cat collars. <laughs> So I always kind of identified most with Sandy, um, the the first, I would say the first half, you know, the innocent version of Sandy, but now like, that I watch it as an adult, I like, I really like Frenchie and we, we can tell. Yeah, I like <laughs> Frenchie. I, I, I admire her independence, especially considering this is supposed to be the fifties. I like that she did her own thing. She was pretty self-sufficient. Um, she wasn't like a follower. She seemed very secure in who she was. You know, she dyed her hair different colors, and she kind of wore whatever clothes she liked. Maybe wasn't necessarily stylish or popular, and so I always really admired that about her. Um, she was not afraid to take risks. 
you know, she dropped out of school, tried beauty school, didn't work out. Frankie Valley told her to go back to high school, so she did. I think she doesn't have good uh, parental parental exactly. influences. Yeah, I don't think... I think Frenchie's got a lot of shit going on I in that house. I think she doesn't have a lot of parental influence either, which in some ways I definitely related to growing up. You know, my parents divorced young, and um, my da- I lived, I lived with my dad. This is getting heavy. Yeah, yeah, I lived with my dad, and so... But I have two older sisters. But anyway, my dad, you know, worked a lot and stuff, and so... Um, I really liked Frenchie, her independence, and I thought she was a very sweet lady. Like, she seemed very genuine mm-hmm. and nice. Which she, is your fr- favorite Frenchie hairstyle? I'm not a fan of the pink, which is odd because I love the color pink. I do like the pineapple. I like the pineapple. I like the pineapple. I think it's it the fits most her personality, fun. I think. Oh, oh, it does. I love it. It does. Yeah. I think Frenchie was also very resilient, which is a good quality for people to have. Yeah, and she was. Like, Frenchie was sweet. There was a sweetness to Frenchie. Yeah, yes. You know, and I love that interaction with her and Frankie Avalon, which we mentioned earlier. I, that's that's a great number. Actually, he might be my favorite character. He could be oh, mine, he's too. such a badass. Uh, but I like, what's her name? Um, the the lady who always does the announcements. She's funny, too. Oh, <laughs> not, her and her not sister, Blanche. Not Blanche, but the, I don't know what her name is. Principal oh, something. Damn it. Yes. She was funny. I love when she talks to him in the hallway. She calls... Is it Sunny Duty? Sunny, yeah, yeah, Sunny. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's good stuff. Uh, we uh, have photos of you, so-called. <laughs> <laughs> so my favorite character outside of Shana Na. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You're right, Scott. Shana Na is the they best still, part of the movie. Hey guys, break it up! Break it up! All right. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, <laughs> They broke up a fight. That's their. I mean, you appreciate them. They keep the fifties alive even to this day. Very much so. Yeah. They were at Woodstock. Except for 50s when they years. did the hand jive, that was a little yeah. out of their comfort zone. I love it. It was good. I'm just saying. They I were at Woodstock performing fifties music in '69. Yeah, that was like their first break. I think was was doing. God that. bless them. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Great. Yes. <laughs> I, I would love to see the the, the crowd that said that. Let's talk. Do they follow Jimi Hendrix? Or? I hope not. Oh I hope not. I'm not sure what the order was in the, the, oh the order list. My favorite is uh, Sid Caesar as Sid Coach Caesar Calhoun. So much. Coach Calhoun. Um, I don't know. I just love the way he, you know, he's just kind of. You know, I'm sure he's doing like I'll just play it the way I did in the '50s. <laughs> That's pretty much what he did. <laughs> yeah. And, and it, it was a, it was just like Avalon and all those other guys like Frankie yeah. Valley. They just kind of brought him in because he was like a '50s icon and he kind of fit the tone. You mentioned earlier, which I think is hilarious, is that he coaches every single sport in that school. He's a hard ass working coach. Yeah, oh, yeah, they can't afford anybody yeah. else. No, they can't. It's he's the one guy. He's so. Mm. If you can hear this, excuse me. <laughs> My cat is in the midst of uh, alleviating a hair. Sabrina hair. does not like Sid Caesar. She's made her opinion on Sid Caesar very clear. <laughs> he takes a and he does a lot of he gives a lot of effort to. to uh, he takes Danny. Danny under his wing, you know, and he really uh, tries to make a difference mm-hmm. in Danny's life. Be that father influence. It, I'm, you know, I'm just assuming things, but I'm sure Danny doesn't have. He was such a nice His guy in that movie. Up. He was such a nice guy. He was so patient with all of them. He liked them all, no matter who they were. He was just kind of even keel. I love when he gets hit at the end with the pie by Eugene. He's like, what's your name? I want ya. I love how he says that. <laughs> Yo, what's your name? Hander, I want dude. ya. Eugene. And then they, poor Eugene. He gets, you know, plumbled by a pie. Sabrina is really just having a time. Yeah, she's um, tough and... You know, she's getting it out. Okay. 
But she has her pearls on, so she looks very. <laughs> she's, uh, she's very she's trying intense. to get up that. <laughs> you know, you start on Sid Caesar. Sabrina just can't. <laughs> Sabrina, uh, we're done. <laughs> we're done. Yeah, oh, she's, uh, she's doing good. Sid Caesar also in Greece too, just in case you guys were. Man, wondering. is he? Yes. Frenchie's in Greece too, isn't she? Frenchie is in Greece too. The the principal and her little sidekick are in Greece too. Stop blubbering, my yeah. Stop blubbering, Blanche. My favorite character, well, it had to be in a way Sandy because it was my first. I was a huge crush Ooh. on Olivia and John when I first saw. Them. That's one of the things that you know grabbed me. Uh, she was just an ideal woman in that movie. Oh, yeah. She's, like, she's yeah, gorgeous, blonde. Yeah, yeah. And, and I actually, this is the sad thing about me. I actually prefer uh, pure Sandy versus you know Tramp Sandy at the end. I but. love Tramp Sandy. Her <laughs> outfit rules. Oh, it's a great outfit. It's a great. With those wooden candies, give them to me. They are I, candies. I think you're right. They are. The only thing I don't like about fake Sandy is that she's fake Sandy. Yeah. I feel like she just did that just to please John Travolta. You know. And that bothers me from a feminist. Yeah, I think that's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I think that, that is makes me absolutely like the disgusting. <laughs> but I love the outfit. I'm not gonna lie. I think she looks great. It Tell is. me about it. Stud. There well, are. then she like starts like smoking. smoking. And that's like, what I'm saying. Come it's on, Sandy, 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 Sandy. That's why this relationship is doomed. Oh my god. You know, gosh. Sandy makes this change, and after they go flying in the sky, who knows, and she, what, who knows what happens? She's like, in I made a terrible wagon? mistake. <laughs> I have to go to college. Um, yeah. Danny, who knows what he's doing? You know, I want to be Danny, a dentist. He's going to be a mechanic. It's just he's not going to yeah, work. Yeah, it's just not going to work. They they come from two different worlds. Yeah. I mean, her family's Australian. What the F does he know about Australia? He wouldn't even go to her tea party. He wouldn't even, because he doesn't like Like parents. parents. F you, Danny. That's what I'm saying. Do you think of that? I just want to look at Sandy in the eyes, in the beautiful blue eyes, and say, Sandy, two words for you. Self-respect, which is technically a word, actually. No, but it's true. (laughs) If you have to change yourself for a dude, not worth it. And it will not work out well in the end because you're not being true to yourself, ladies. And And that's the truth. That is the truth. That is the takeaway, listeners. (laughs) I think think the takeaway for me is, after watching this, is that... uh, and Edward Scissorhands, Vincent Price was trying to make Santa D at the end, <laughs> and that was the ultimate goal. That's I've why never he's wearing seen that all, movie. That's why he's wearing the leather. It could very well be. Oh, okay. <laughs> One thing that I bothered never made me. That correlation. <laughs> Here's the Australian angle with this, all right? Because I don't think Sandy was originally Australian in the play. Right? No, she was they, not. They she was from like the next town. She's Sandy right. Dombrowski. Who Always. decides? Hey, I'm just going to start. I'm going to move from Australia to a suburban high school randomly at the last minute. What parents do that? Happens I, to be <laughs> the exact same high school as her beloved Danny. Yeah. You know what bothers That's a detriment to her acting skills that they couldn't get her to speak with an American accent. Well, and you know the other gross thing is that like, and maybe Danny wasn't, but I feel like Sandy was obviously being herself that summer. I yeah. feel like Danny was being himself, and now he's just putting on this facade because he's in this Thank gang. You. Yeah. So that's like, why can't you Thank change you. for her, you what? SLB? Thank you. Why can't you keep the Letterman jacket on? Hello. Oh, it's a purely chauvinistic ending. Because and that bothered me. And I'm, I'm a guy. I was like, wait a minute. Why don't you just change for him? That's I gross. liked pure Sandy anyway. That's the yeah. girl I would have dated. But... Where did he get the Leatherman jacket, though? He, well, he actually earned it. He, he earned it from all the... He did yeah. track. <laughs> he did track, and he excelled in track. Oh, I thought... Until he, like, tripped. Exactly, yeah. Oh. And then you know, he tries, he tries basketball. He tries baseball. Yeah. He just yeah. ended up in fights. 
he so, did wrestling. Yeah. Oh, I love that wrestling and the coach scene. Was like, that what? poor yeah. dude just gets punched in the stomach. Yeah. I don't think Tramp Sandy lasted too long either. I don't yeah. think that lasted. It probably lasted for a couple I'm weeks. I'm telling you. Yeah, and then she was like, I need to go to college. I need to be um, an independent woman and get my shit together. Her parents were like, Sandy, we don't like the path that you've taken, that you're going down. You're flying in cars. You're in wooden heels. We're in tight, tight clothing that we have to cut you out of. Sandy, this isn't good for no. your health. You you're probably, started smoking. I mean, yeah. come on. You probably ruined your ovaries from those pants. Exactly. Alone. Your best friend hallucinates Frankie Avalon. I mean, that's a that's a troubling sign right there. Why are we gonna bring Frenchie into this? We're talking about Sandy. <laughs> you guys are Frenchie haters. She's having a dream. She, she was is, having a dream. Yeah. A, day a dream. fever dream or just? A dream? I don't know. It she may, was, it she was been, in therapy, taking a lot of LSD. It could have been time. from all that hair dye. God. <laughs> No, but I know what you mean, and that's probably as an adult looking back on it. You know, when I was a kid, I milked it for what it was worth, and I loved the musical aspect, and it was silly, and it had a happy ending. But seeing it as an adult, I, I'm i in some ways, like, appalled by it, because I'm just like... And you go with the guy that rapes you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like... To be fair, Danny did have Danny, his Letterman coat. But, but <laughs> he was all prepared thing. to go over on the Danny other side. After I just no. said that that was one of my favorite characters is Danny, I do have issues with <laughs> He doesn't really love her. Yeah. He doesn't really generally love her because he doesn't really know her. I think you know? he... Like, no, I think he does, but I think he's too selfish to change for yeah. her. I think he lusts her. He's image conscious. That's yes. the problem. He's afraid of not being cool but I anymore. Think, but if they her. had this whole relationship in the summer, I think they had something there. Because lust can only last for so long. Not when you're a teenager. Lust lasts for like three months. <laughs> I don't know. They weren't, but because obviously they weren't having sex. Here's my thing. If he really loved her, okay? It, okay, when he first sees her, he puts on the act in front of everybody. That's one thing. Right, right, But if right. a man really loved a woman, he would find a way to tell his friends, hey, I care about her, and he would make it up to her and respect her and treat her better. But I think and he, he never would, does that. But it's I think, always something with him. But I think he yeah. he thought he was doing that when he was doing all the sports stuff. He's like, oh, I'm doing this for Sandy. I'm not doing he this He only for, did it because she was dating the jock. When she was still single. But then he was like, anyone. that's but then he was like, that's what she wants. That's what I need to do. So I think that was his way of doing that for her. Not saying that it was right, folks. But I'm just saying already their lack of communication is oh, a big problem. Oh, I think that they did not last it after this big, movie. After the car landed. After it the was car over. landed, it was over. She was like, I've made a terrible mistake. She's like, I can't. How do I get out of these I pants? cannot breathe anymore. <laughs> um, these wooden heels are killing my but feet. But I'm gonna keep them because they're. Fine. I have emphysema already. <laughs> I like the art house indie version of Greece. You guys. Have depicted of Danny and, and, and uh, Sandy there. We could do it. He grows up to be Frank Booth. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my oh my god. Give me my fucking beer, Sandy. No. Oh my god, that was whoa. Yeah. Um, on that note, what's your favorite song from the film, everybody? Uh, I think we could all probably agree Summer Eleven is great. Uh, Summer Eleven is great. I love a lot of, I don't like Hopelessly Devoted to You. It's just yeah. too like sappy and, and then he's like reflecting in the pool. Um, I love beauty school dropouts so much. It's so much fun. Look at me on Sandra G was always fun. And that's I that's like a fun girl. Yeah, that's song. a fun one. And I love watching the scene of Grease Lightning. I love the mm. Greek. You know, even though it's all about banging and getting boned. You know, people got to get <laughs> theirs song. in. And that's what that song's about. It's clearly about building a car. I think they. <laughs> and I mean, you're you, right, Scott. You well, injection, wait, they get out. You injection is clearly meant for something else. They got. They yeah. get out the saran wrap and then they yeah. rub it against their genitals, and you're like, what the f? <laughs> you guys and your metaphors. What do you it's think clear. It's a car song. I would love it if they just fucked the car. <laughs> <laughs> they like lift the trunk.
you can go for. That's a, that's a great number, man. They can stick it like, in the exhaust. I love at the end, at the yeah. end, it like goes back to the end and what the car actually yeah. looks like, which is a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, all right, guys, let's get back to love work. That. And I you're love like, that. we had to take this song break, <laughs> but let's get back to work, man. And they worked harder on the song than they did actually working on that thing. But. Yeah. I like I like Grease Lightning. I think my favorite song is. Uh, I always like you, the one that I want. That's a fun duet. I mean, I think people like duets. I know it's, I do. It's very yeah. sexy for a. Yeah. Oh, that's a great song. It's really catchy. Uh, great single. It was like the biggest hit from the movie. It, yeah. Was that song? It, what, they released that before they released the movie. Oh, that's right. They did. It was a big hit before then. It was a big hit written for that. Um, in the play, it's all choked up. That's what the song is. Ew. I like the opening song. It's a good song. The opening the song. song. That's a Grease. good one. That's a good that song. was another song I played on the radio. Yeah. I remember hearing that. Yeah, one. that was a big hit. It so. lets me know what the title of the movie is. <laughs> Gets me ready. Watch it. That's <laughs> always, always that helpful, helpful thing. Um, Summer Lovin' obviously might be my favorite overall. We've kind of covered that pretty well. Totally. I actually do like Hopelessly Devoted to You. And uh, I think it's a good country song. Bar, like, I like the instrumentation. Bar. Yeah. I hate that song. Her, her in that like 1910 uh, nightgown. And then she's like singing on the front porch. Somebody would be like, hey, shut the F up. We are trying to go to bed. And you're just singing on this front porch. When everyone is peaced out, like, Rizzo's like, peace out. I'm going to go get laid. Well, I can. See you guys later. The rest of us are going to spray perfume on paper and write notes to boys. Well, and then she's yeah. just like, let me get a piece of paper and pollute this little pool with it. It is a great vocal performance. Guys. Though, oh, she gets, look. She gets, okay, another question. She is a great yeah. singer. No yeah. doubt about it. She has a beautiful voice. That song. <laughs> Another question in continuity. Do they have pools like that in the late fifties? Because I don't think they did. I don't know. Another problem right there that I have. I, I the kitty pool. I think anything by Johnny Casino and the Gamblers. Yeah. <laughs> I like Johnny Casino and Johnny the Gamblers. Yeah. Any any of the rock and roll covers that nobody. I will say one of my favorite songs that they play in the back. So a lot of the songs that are in Greece, the play, they play them in the background. They're on the soundtrack. Um, Those Magic Changes is one of my favorite songs ever, and the song in the play, which they sang on Grease Live, is so good, because they like sing the like the chords and everything. It's one of my favorite songs. Is that Joe Jonas? Is that no, that, he yeah. didn't. It's Duty that sings it. It was like the... I remember. I like that The kid song. with the glasses, yeah, and he sang yeah, it in the bleachers. Joe Jonas... I think he literally effed up in the middle of the performance. I think he, he like, had like, like a uh, an oh shit look on his and face. A Did you see Not that? And somebody had a mullet? I know. That was a hot it mess. It was a bad choice. I, I don't think Jonas people or Jonas Brothers can. Same. I call them the Jonas people. That's weird. <laughs> the, the Jonas, Jonas Prime. Time. Well, Nick Jonas had that guitar solo that went ter- terribly bad. Did you see that? No. He played a guitar solo. I don't know anything of... about the Jonas Brothers. I saw it. Someone said Nick Jonas messed up I feel like they're trying guitar. to be Hanson, and they're just not. Well, the one, I don't know if you guys watch Housewives of New Jersey. I do. Didn't the one a was a builder. <laughs> like, he builds houses now, and he was, like, building one of the Housewives' houses. She was like, yeah, it's funny that you're a builder now, and it's Kevin Jonas, and he's like, get that out of my 
fucking face. Like, that's what he looked like. Let's get that camera out of my face. And oh I was like, God, ooh. I know, I'm kind of out of the so loop with the Jonas Brothers. Yeah. That's one pop culture I don't, entity. Yeah. I I know. All I know yeah. is they just, I feel like the first time I saw him years ago, I'm like, you're trying to be handsome, but you're not. And you have Jerry Curls. Get yeah, off the get stage. Yeah, get out of here. Hanson had long hair, and they actually were talented. I remember having an argument with my dad because he thought they were girls, and I was like, no, they're boys, and he did not believe me. Who, Hanson? <laughs> my first yes. concert ever was a Hanson concert, and it was Was amazing. it fun? It was it so much good. fun. I was like 12. Oh, yeah. Oh. They were great because they played their own instruments, and they actually put on a really good show, considering they were like they my were children, age. They were yeah. like the same age as me, you know? I mean, that was pretty remarkable. I they had their own cruise now. You can go on a cruise yeah. ship. Hanson's <laughs> there, and... They have like an arts and crafts thing and they'll come Weezer around. Weezer has one too. Yeah, Weezer Cruise. Yeah. So does Sister Hazel. And 311. Oh. 311 does, that's right. Damn, all those bands have a cruise. All line. those that's bands. Got to get on 90s. a cruise. If they had a Grease cruise, oh. sign yeah. me up. They probably play Grease to play on cruise ships. I'm oh sure. my God. Because that's such a popular... I would not... I would not go on the 311 cruise. I'm not a big fan of 311. I don't know what song I wonder, is it only on 311? Like, it would have to be a March-based cruise, I feel like. No. hope that it's 311 <laughs> when they're on the cruise, right? I, I'd go on a Weezer cruise, I meant that. I would yeah, go I'd go on a Weezer cruise. Why not? It'd be fun. Would the monkeys be on the Weezer cruise? They might. They yeah. just, the, the Rivers Cuomo just wrote a song for the monkeys, too. That's, uh... Okay. Okay. <laughs> There's a '60s reference for you. There it is, right there. <laughs> Made for TV band, the Monkees. That's the right. Monkeys. I. Um, they're also in the Brady Bunch movie, which I love that movie. Oh, yeah. All of the monkeys are. Oh, were they? Except then, for Mike Nesmith, he's not in there. The, no, the three, the three other monkeys were the oh, yeah. judges at the talent show at the end. I just remember that song that Davy Jones is like, girl. Look, Look what, what you've done, done to, to me. me. That was like Marsha's favorite song. <laughs> I love it. That's a oh, Davy Jones. Rest of the Davey place. Jones. Yeah, right. I'm the president of the Davy Jones family. The Frankie family. Valley of his time right there. Uh, well, I always talk about at the end of the podcast, uh, like, I think the best way to watch a film outside of the movie theater is on Blu-ray. And Grace, of course, has been on Blu-ray multiple times. The most recent... Uh, edition is called the Rock and Riddell edition. Ooh, Rock and it's Rock only five ninety nine on Amazon. So wow. that's a steal. Up, that is pick it up, people. You know, I haven't seen <laughs> only since Caesar scenes. Got it down to the it's also, uh, <laughs> the most important. Greece is yeah. also currently streaming on Netflix. Yeah, it is. it is. And I believe Grease 2 is. Yes, guys, a double feature. And Grease Live. Grease Live is also You could just have a Grease evening. I gotta say, if you have not seen Grease 2, please watch it. It is a hot, stinking mess of a movie. And it is just so much fun to watch it just crash and burn <laughs> repeatedly. Wow. I can vouch for that because Michelle watch Piper it. in there? Yes. Her lip should have an acting career. <laughs> I started watching it based on Sarah's recommendation. And when I got to Let's Bowl, 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 Let's Rock and Roll, I'm like, what right. the hell am they I watching? They have a song about bowling. <laughs> oh they God. have a song called Reproduction. It is. As in actual reproduction? Oh, yes. Reproduction, reproduction, baby, give it to me now. Oh my Straight God, I'm afraid. Up. I'm sorry I had to sing that for No, me. no, I remember that. Michelle Did Piper you, sings that, doesn't she? Or? Well, she's in the scene. Okay. It's like boys and girls singing it to each other. I caught that in scene. In like a science too, class? Was, 
Yeah, and the guy that they get to play, like, the Danny character, who's not the lead in the movie, he is just so effing disgusting. He was on TJ Hooker. Oh, yeah. I remember the opening number went on for 20 minutes. I'm like, this is this song has no Back chorus. to school. Yeah, it was terrible. I had that CD I in my car I vaguely remember something about a motorcycle. A, mur- a, motorcycle. a motorcycle. Yes, it was yeah. about... You said murder cycle. I was like, Whoa. that too. Whoa, <laughs> is that a different movie? <laughs> um, yes, Grease One is all about the car. Grease Two is all about the cycle. cycle. Uh, it's okay. the '60s. Uh, I think it's like '62. Oh no, they're gonna butcher it. God, I can already tell you it's ha- not gonna... You have to now. Let me tell you something about like, oh, that had a lot of '70s in it. This movie has so, so much '80s in yeah, it, I can and it's an oh. It's great. Guys, it's great. Pick it up. Watch it for me. <laughs> watch on Netflix. talk to me about what it. What year in the 60s is it? Like I think it's 62 or 63. Oh, so it's still... Kind of early 60s. It's not, yeah. Because I was say, like, Grease. People don't go put Grease in their hair at that point. The Grease reference would be probably... Sadly, Grease 2 is not on Blu-ray, so I can't vouch for that edition. Damn. <laughs> but it is on Just Netflix. old regular DVD. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Sarah, for once Guys, again. Thanks for yeah. having thanks me. Thanks for joining yeah. us, you Frenchie hater. So nice. <laughs> I love you, Frenchie. You're in the two timers club now with Josh. Two so timers. I know. I have to think of another. Well, I did say that if you guys ever talk about Ghostbusters, I would be highly offended if I'm not here. Yeah. You yeah. can have multiple people on that one. Um, and there's a lot of talk about God. Ghostbusters coming up, With too, as we know. So uh, dear God, mean. can we talk about that trailer? <laughs> <laughs> that trailer looks like a piece of shit. A lot of people have hated that trailer. I do not like it. I do not like that it's a reboot. Shame on you. Yeah. I love Paul Feig. I love every woman that is in that cast. The graphics of the ghosts are so bad. They look so campy. I, I read that it's the it's most like hated YouTube it's trailer ever. Yes, it's like, trying one hundred percent too hard, yeah. and I agree. I hate it so much. I'm, I'm, ho- I'm still, I'm still seeing it. I'm seeing it midnight. Oh yeah. I'm, I'll be like nine months pregnant. I don't give a shit. But the baby's gonna come out. Mm-hmm. That baby might come out. <laughs> <laughs> but I just Greece is such or Greece Ghostbusters, <laughs> Ghostbusters in Greece. G G G. Um, Ghostbusters is such a great movie, and there are still parts of that movie with like the dog where it it was like a machine, oh, yeah. so it looks yeah. it's can, creepy. Can we and just I talk mean, about the theme song to Ghostbusters? You can. It's yeah. a classic. Totally. And until this past Halloween season, I don't think I've ever actually listened to it in its entirety. Really? Well, not you gotta watch the two. video. But I had it on my Pandora. It was okay. Like Halloween theme Pandora, <laughs> and sounds the great. Go- it was phenomenal, actually. And the Ghostbusters theme came on, and I was getting ready in my room, and <laughs> I'm listening to it. And then all of a sudden, halfway through, towards the end of the song, he says. What did he say? I could not. Busta makes me feel good. Busta makes me feel good. I just literally could not contain myself. How does Busta not make you feel good? Because what kind of Busta is it referring to? My dog, but Ghost Bustin. Oh, okay, for good. Because for a minute I thought my dog he was, was a about Ghostbuster. another kind of Bustin, and I was for, like, no. where did this come from? Although Dan Aykroyd does get a blowjob from a ghost in that movie, he does. Very weird. Very strange. That yeah. makes no I, sense. No. Makes no sense in the film. I love what I love about that is they probably did that song but before he saw the movie. Feel good. Right. So I get to see yeah. uh, the Ray Parker Jr. Yeah. He's like, I don't know what this is. We'll just go for it. <laughs> so well, he's like, Now, did they ask Huey Lewis to do the mm-hmm. song and he turned it down yeah. and then he ended up suing Ray Parker Jr. Lewis because it's a 
new drug. I want drug. a new drug, yeah. yeah. We covered that I want a new drug. Ghostbusters! We covered that on a previous podcast, actually. But makes me feel good. We'll save this as a cliffhanger for a Ghostbusters episode when we get to that, for sure. Please have me. I will, I will. I love... Let me tell you, if there's any movie that I love, I'll watch on repeat... Um, actually, one of them is Fear with Mark. <gasps> oh my God! I Can we talk? I listen. Let's just leave listen, a list I of movies. I do too. I was just talking about and it today. I will, I will literally that movie will end, and I will restart it and watch it. Listen, I don't know what it is. I have dreams about Mark Wahlberg in that car. Now, when she gets fingered on that roller coaster, <laughs> don't even get me started. And the song they play that Wild Horses. It's like every woman's dream. Now that is a great freaking movie. He looks like the worst kisser in the world. <laughs> but he looks amazing in those jeans when he's playing pool and this. Yeah, he looks great. In like a 1995. Yeah, very totally. 90s. But she's beautiful. Great. But um, her knee highs and her yeah. little baby doll. Dresses. But Ghostbusters is. It's my heart. So uh, Fear, check out Fear Gang. Unfortunately, it is not on Netflix. I've I've looked. <laughs> I've looked. It does that family it? video on High Street if you guys go up there. <laughs> and why is that place still open? I don't How know. Are they it's still awesome. open. Kenny's always thing. like, they're hustling drugs in there or something. Uh, no, you know what? We asked them why they're still open. They said that yeah. they're <clears throat> mo- predominantly a real, a real estate, estate company. company. A the real people who own the franchise. Yeah, it's predominantly a real estate company. They don't. They make very little money off of the actual family videos themselves. You know, because they rent the movies right. for like fifty cents. Um, but the person who owns all of those franchises and entities is like a real estate mogul. Right. So really, the family videos are kind of open just because they can be. You know, it's interesting. Here's a tip: even though, though they don't make a lot of revenue, Family Video has a deal with Disney mm-hmm. that they can release the movies as soon as they get them. So sometimes you can watch the movies a, a, a week before like they, they come out. Star on Wars. DVD. They had Star Wars like a week really? before it came out. Wow. Mm-hmm. So. There I miss go. renting videos. I know you should go to Family Video. And they have a little, the time. and they have a little Caesar's, Caesar's right, right next door. <laughs> yeah, it's right near yeah. you. It's yeah, right but, it but here's like, the best part about Family Video: pops on the aisles, like on the on the side caps of the yeah. video aisles. They have this popcorn. I have several. Oh, that you cabinet. pop, you pop yeah, in, in like the a box. Thing, yeah, come, it's called pops with a Z. P O P Z. Best popcorn Pops. you will ever have in your life. Okay. Actually, I'll give you. I we'll about give to. You we'll give you one. So you can take home. Oh my god, that's so nice. Yes. You guys made me dinner. Give me a pop. But back to fear. Um, <laughs> you should, like, not on Netflix. Fear is a crazy movie. Buy it. I think I bought it at a Kmart. I'm pretty years sure ago. I get turned on thinking about it. It's in my personal. It is DVD cra- library. Milano's in it. Um, I know. It's it's a real Nicole and David forever. For, 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 yeah, E V A ever. We should do fear. We should do fear. Um, I'm just gonna tell you guys what to have. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're gonna have you on more. Every time we'll even have you on for things you make. I, I would <laughs> gladly rip that the shreds. That is just so strange because just today I was listening to the '90s um, playlist that we made on Spotify, and "Come Down" came on from Bush. Which is the song that they play in fear when he's driving in the car. It's like his kinda like his theme. Oh yeah. I love that song, but every time I hear it I think of Mark Wahlberg in that movie driving that car. 
Wow. Good visions. Guys, you've got to watch Fear of Virgin. No, Virginia. she showed it to me. Oh, you I watched it like a year ago. I was like, keep going. Sean's the only Fear of Virgin. I have not seen Fear. you got to so watch good. Fear. Did you watch Grease 2 all the way through? I, I only watched it through the... I couldn't get through the first half, but I'm going to okay. watch it again. Fair I'm enough. Gonna, I, might, I might do you the got, second you, half. If you watch it in pieces, still just... We'll have to have a group session where we watch Grease 2. Okay. Group. I think that'd be fun. I think I'd be down. And we can eat pops. Yes, exactly. pops. So do you have anything coming up? Uh, you're doing a couple shows a week now. I do. I had it pulled up. Um, so you can catch my uh, group in my head. God. <laughs> hashtag comedy. Um, you can ha- catch hashtag comedy at Shadowbox's Backstage Bistro every Wednesday at 7.30. Cool. Um, and then starting Mar- May 13th, we're going to do TVD the musical. So it's a completely made up musical for an hour. We're going to start doing that bi-weekly, so every other Friday. Um, Is that also going to be at Shadowbox? It will. It will also be at Shadowbox. Uh, If you are coming out to Improv Wars, we're in Improv Wars um, this coming Thursday. Oh, cool. That's at CD1025. CD1025, the big room. That's every... other Every other Thursday. And they have a big uh, I think this is the last round. Uh, No, they're going to do summer, too. But I think that yeah. for this one, I think yeah. this is the last yeah. one the before finals, the finals. And then, I don't, and then when is June 2nd? Well, come back around me and I'll have June 2nd, I think, is the whole... Like, finals. Uh, where the they, big fundraiser. Where they do the big fundraiser. That's right. They are doing the fundraiser. And I goodness, I was just talking with Jeff Gage about it. I know. I can't remember. Um, but in August, on August 25th, which I believe is a Thursday... Uh, the Improv Wars is going to be hosting a fundraising event for the Ovarian Cancer Alliance of Ohio, Woo-hoo! which is an organization that I'm a part of and very passionate about. Um, that That's will insane. be at the CV1025 Big Room. Show starts at 7. Yeah. We'll have more on that later. But, eight bucks um, to get in. Yeah, eight bucks to get in. And then you get to see a bunch of funny groups all like do 10-minute oh, yeah. sets, yeah. and it's really awesome. And it's for it's a, a great cause. show for a great cause. Yeah, the fundraiser is on the June 2nd. And who is it for? It's for the Citizens for Humane Action, That's which it. is a nonprofit animal rescue. So That's Sabrina right. gives her, she's her, looking the other way, but she two, <laughs> two paws up to help people, animals like Sabrina. And, uh, uh, then also on June 25th, which is a Saturday, at 8 p.m. at Cafe Kerouac here in um, the. Um, Campus area, Idiot Box is going to be performing again, which oh, is cool. the that's a, fun, that's a fun space. Yeah, that's the uh, sketch comedy group that Sean, Scott, and um, I are a part of. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I'd like to, to put out a plug, too. My uh, improv trip, See a Thursday, is going to be in the Chicago Improv Festival this year for the Ooh, sixth straight right. year. Uh, so if you're at the Bug House in Chicago <laughs> on Saturday, May 7th, I believe, yeah, uh, at 10 o'clock. The Derby. Uh, yeah, we're going to be there. On top of that... Uh, Bill and Sue Sabo, Bill is on for our Plan 9 podcast and talked about this yes. earlier. Uh, uh, the program they're involved with where they're teaching improv to prisoners healing in Marion, circles. Heal, yeah. Healing Circles, those guys are going to be Skyped in in Chicago for the festival oh, as cool. Take That Back. Mm-hmm. So it's a really cool to see that yes. get, a, get a plug. So cool. Yeah, and uh, so that's really cool. And then see you Thursdays every second. Uh, second the second Friday. and fourth uh, Thursday. I'm sorry, the Friday. second and fourth Friday of each uh, month at the Wild Goose Creative and <laughs> You're Columbus. still on Tuesday, Thursday, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, okay. Well, I'm taking a break, but um, yeah, but it's still... Put uh, you on the spot. Yeah, put me on the spot, yeah. yeah. That's where well, the editing button I have some play. more news that is not improv related, oh. but on Are you Sunday... Are No. <laughs> my God, no. Um, on Sunday, 
September 18th at COSI, the Ovarian Cancer Alliance of Ohio, will be um, holding their annual 5K Strides for Hope Run and Walk. I am volunteer coordinator for the uh, organization, and we're happily accepting volunteers to help out for that 5K. Um, so feel free to reach out to me on the Facebook Ooh. page if you're interested in volunteering. What date is that again? It's Sunday, um, September 18th. Okay. And it's going to be at COSI. Um, so yeah, we'd love to have you, and that's a cause that I'm very passionate about. And I know Columbus is a great city for running. There's always races going on. There was one today, the marathon. So um, if you're interested and want more information about the organization, send me a shout out on our Facebook page, which mm -hmm. is uh, Cinema Wheeler Tay. Yes. We're also on Twitter. Yes, we are. Yeah, we, we've dominated social media lately. Yes. We have a Facebook page and a Twitter page. If you follow us, especially on the Facebook page, we sometimes post reviews of movies that are currently out or, you know, we'll start hinting at the next podcast and a lot of fun interactive stuff on there. So please follow us and also subscribe to us on, on iTunes yes. and uh, Podbean. Yeah. You what's know, the uh, what's the handle for Twitter? Is it at Cinema Wheeler Tay? It's at it's Cinema Wheeler. I think you just type in Cinema Wheeler Tay and you'll yeah. find us there. Perfect. So. Guys, give a shout out to Bobby Wheeler if you're over there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Rest in peace, Jeff Conway. And I have one last pug. Ooh, uh, I have a pug. pug. I have a pug. A pug. Uh, a, pu um, a pug? I am in a play uh, down right. at Mad Lab next month, uh, starting on. Uh, That's right. So it's called Theater Roulette, which is three nights of plays, and they they rotate for three straight weeks. So if you go one Thursday, the next Thursday, next Thursday, you'll see a different set of plays. And my play starts on uh, May fourteenth. Um, written by Eric Sternberger and directed by Stephen Woosley. That's it. We've had Eric Sternberger on the show. Yes, we've Why had Eric. Why haven't had Stephen Woosley? We will. Matt Maxson. All right. With Colleen. And you just simmer down over there. <laughs> hey. Easy. I'm asking. Uh, and uh, so if you're interested in that, um, if you want to see all of them on the same day, I think the last uh, week, uh, let's see, the 28th, they run them all that whole day. So oh. you can see them all like a marathon. That's good. That's cool. um, but I'm in that, and uh, uh, they're actually a sponsor of this show. Uh, they are. So they will. Oh, cool. <laughs> uh, Mad Lab is at. Uh, I was going to say, lots of good song. improvisers. And yeah. Good, good acting improvisers. Um, They've been famous. So. I would also like to say that my husband, Kenny, and I are having a baby come yes. August. So if you have. Um, diapers or baby <laughs> wipes, anything you'd like to, you know, pass our way. Uh, unused, that is. We, yeah, That's unused, right. please, preferably, you know, we won't turn that down. Or gently used. <laughs> Plug your registry. Like, gently, yeah. Um, Are you registered at Target? I Target and Babies R Us. Yeah, Two very good places. Please and thank you. God yes. bless America. Absolutely. Well, thank you, everyone. It sounded like the building just farted. <laughs> that was it the did. longest plug. Luckily, it doesn't yeah. That's the longest stream That was like a 10 minute thing of plugs. That was. That was like, I hope that was exciting. To be bottom line, there's a lot of great improv going on in Columbus. I think yeah. you can look at Columbus Laughs. Or what's the other one, Columbus? The one that Alex does. Um, improv. Improv Columbus. Improv Columbus. Columbus. So they should have yeah. they should have all the um, yeah. good improv shows that are happening, the great improv shows that are happening around the city, and there's. Yeah, just wander around and just take it. <laughs> Guys, take it in. Um, Throw a stone, you'll hit an improviser in Columbus. Take a days. class. Yeah. And then yeah. maybe you could be a guest on Cinema Village. Or throw your show. Uh, just, just do an improv show. That's and we'll go to it. Plug <laughs> 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 it. <laughs> if you're listening to this. That's right. But as always, we thank you for listening to this, yes. especially yeah. this excessively long plug session. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
we do appreciate you um, tuning in, you know, every other Sunday. Uh, and yeah. Thanks for having yeah, us. Thanks, yeah, thanks, thanks for, for coming. coming on. This was Sarah. a fun one. Yeah, this was this was a fantastic episode, and we'll see everybody next time. Can't wait yeah. for exactly. fear. That's right. Oh my goodness. <laughs>